Hello and welcome to another edition of Sweetest Stew Tea Podcast. Um, today I'm going to talk a little bit about pick times. Um, right now I am drinking a late picked. Sorry, just had a bag of gushes. Had right now I'm drinking a late picked Maofeng, uh, Huangshan Maofeng to be specific. Huangshan Maofeng is a green tea from the Anhui Province, um, Huangshan uh, Mountain, obviously. And it is known for its light savoriness. It's light, savory, refreshing, um, really an enjoyable tea. It can sometimes be a hard tea to understand because it doesn't really hit you as a flavor as much as it fills your mouth with this nice, soft fullness. That being said, right now I'm drinking a later pick of the tea. And so, this kind of inspired me to talk about pick times, the effect it has on tea, and how to judge a tea. Um, and when I mean judge a tea, we'll get into it more later, but judging a tea based off the information you are given. So let's first talk about pick times. Within any given season, may it be white tea, red tea, green tea, I'm sure poor, but I haven't heard about it talked so much about it. I haven't heard about it talked as much in poor. There are pick times. Uh, for example, in green tea, everyone understands the everyone understands the idea that the best Longjing is picked before Qingming. Um, but what does that mean? We have to understand first that when a tea is picked, it actually grows back. And for example, when you pick a bud and a leaf, it will grow back with another bud and leaf. And how fast it will grow back depends on well, what point in the season. In the beginning of the season for, let's say, Bilo Chun, um, it will grow back the first time within, I think, about four days, is what my farming friend told me. And so you pick it, and it grows back again. And it can grow back four, six, four to six times. And each time it grows back, um, it grows back quicker. This sometimes has to do with the fact that the warmer weather as the season progresses will make it grow back quicker but also it grows back a little less desirable it doesn't grow back as strong some might say and and this is once again through, true through all different types of teas white teas red teas you know you can have an early picked silver needle even or you can have a later picked silver needle and for silver needles still probably going to beginning still probably going to be in the beginning of the season but you might notice a difference in the two silver needles. We're going to talk about what that difference is. First of all, let's talk about the look. The look of an early picked tea is short and fat. In silver needle, they call it the mifan picking um, because the buds will look will be short and fat. It kind of look like little bits of rice when they're together. Um, and usually for green teas, they're generally going to have only about one leaf. Sometimes two, but, you know, lesser amount of leaves. Um, as the season goes on, the bud will... And the leaves are small, let me add that. The leaves are small, and as the season goes on, what happens is the bud, first of all, the bud gets longer, but it gets skinnier. And that's an important thing to know, that an early picked bud is short and fat, not long and skinny. Um, it's fat, not skinny. So when we talk about a bigger bud, we're really talking about a fatter bud, not a longer bud. 
and so as the bud you can say gets smaller the leaf actually gets bigger so if it be the first pick you have a fat bud and a small leaf the second pick the bud is a little bit thinner and the leaf is a little bit bigger and then the third pick the bud is a little bit smaller and thinner and the leaf is a little bit bigger and usually by the third pick the leaf has either become equal with the bud size or maybe even grown a little bit longer and then from there you get even and then from there this is when the leaf becomes bigger than the bud you know you have a very small bud and usually a very big leaf i've noticed this is oftentimes when some of this the, the picking here gets a little more loose and i've seen this is when you sometimes get extra leaves getting picked uh, i'm not quite sure why that is that might be just because the farmers are a little less a little less focused on these teas you know in a minute we're going to talk about flavor of these teas but they know the flavor isn't as good so they don't put as much time into the sorting into the picking and into the grade as much because this is already by pick time alone going to be a lower grade so now let's go into flavor so we know that a later picked tea can be distinguished by the fact there's a big leaf and a small bud but what can we assume about the flavor what we can assume is that the earlier picked teas are going to be lighter and more complex and more lively you know you're going to be sweeter there's going to be notes and usually the notes can vary but generally the earlier picked teas across the board tend to be more the floral teas this is where you really get the floral aromas and just complexities you know maybe a tea is or the tea and the malfung is soup broth and chicken and bready and nutty and floral so you have all these different notes and then what happens as the pickings go on and as the seasons get later is that the tea will get less complex it'll get more of a singular flavor so if it started out as floral chicken broth noodles and nutty you know as the season goes on it won't be floral anymore it'll be soup broth chicken nutty then soup broth and then just chick and then what did i say and then soup broth nutty and then just nutty usually the nutty doesn't last too long but you kind of get that idea that as these flavors as the pickings go on the flavors get more bold you know while before the nuttiness was very small and very subtle now it's a very strong bold flavor very enjoyable for people who are le- who have less tuned palates because the notes are easier to pick out but there's less of them um and so I'm pouring tea right now. I got a little distracted. So yeah, so so it gets less complex. The flavors get bolder, but the flavors get more com get less complex. The other thing that happens is it loses its smoothness. Um, in this case of Malfung, you know Malfung really is known for its light, refreshing flavors. It's for you drink Malfung for the savoriness. Um, and that's you know that's really what you're looking for, and so but this savory, sweet, refreshingness is another thing that's really going to get lost. Once again, across the board for almost all teas, the savoriness, refreshingness, lightness, liveliness 
is going to get lost as the pickings go on. So a first picking will be very lively, very fresh in your mouth. The later pickings are going to be more bold in flavor, but a little more dull. And also this is where bitterness starts to come in. You're going to start seeing in later picked teas more bitterness, more dryness, um, which you don't really get in the earlier picked teas. So, but that's, that can be okay though. That can be okay. And this is kind of what inspired me to make this audio was that sometimes, sometimes you want the bitterness. Sometimes you want a stronger flavor. I find that when, I find that when people have been drinking tea a long time, you get these really heavy tea drinkers, you often find them drinking the later picked teas because by a certain point, you get these people who just drink tea all day. You know, they always have a bottle of tea, they always have a cup of tea, and sometimes you want to drink a tea, and you don't want to have to focus on the flavors. You know, you don't want to analyze the flavors. You're at work, you're on the bus, you're going to school. Um, these, you're having a meal. You know, you don't have the attention or the time to notice the floral aroma in the malfunction. The first pick malfunction. And so this is, and sometimes, you know, you're just, or you're just in the mood for a stronger, more bold flavor, like I was today, actually. You know, I sat down on my couch, and I was, I was like, you know what, I want, I want a green tea, but I want something a little bolder. So this is when I went for one of the later picked malfungs. And so, and, and this is where, and this inspired me to make this post, because I was thinking about judging malfungs and judging this particular malfung. So this particular, particular malfung is the fifth out of six pickings. Um, so this year malfung was picked around the fourth, and this was picked almost a month later. And so what I'm tasting as I sip this is there's almost there's a little bit of savoriness, but really it's practically gone. The pea notes, there's a little bit of a smoky burntness that you often will get in later picked green teas. Um, there's a bit of fattiness. You know, I often talk about this year's Malfung in relation to pig fat. If anybody particularly has had uh, Rojamo, no, sorry, not Rojamo, uh, Hong Shao Rou. Hong Shao Rou is a popular Chinese dish where it's pork fat, it's pork belly. So it's, a, it's like a layer of fat along with the meat. And when you have this fat, you know, it's fat, but it still has that porky, like, meaty freshness. It's really good. Um, and that's often, it's that sort of thick, refreshing, juicy, there's the word I'm looking for. It's that juiciness that I talk about this year's first pick Malfung about, with. And the fifth pick has lost it. You know, it's, by now it's basically gone, but you're getting bolder notes. You're getting the nuttiness, the vegetalness is strong here, the smokiness. It is a little bitter, but not overly bitter. And that's okay. The question now becomes, is this a good tea? You know, if I was grading this tea, if I was judging this tea, what, how would I judge it? And to answer that question, I would first have to know what I'm drinking. Yes, I would have to know it's Malfung. Yes, I would have to know it was the inner, inner core of the Malfung region, the Huangshan region. But I would have to know that it's a later pick. There's information that I have to know to judge this tea, because if I'm just told it's an early pick, then of course I'm gonna be like, this this tea is not savory, it's bitter, it's burnt. 
you know, I'm going to, because I'm comparing it to the early picked mouth phones, you know, they're generally, what's generally considered a mouth phone. Because also, once again, this is a fifth pick. These leaves don't look good. You know, these are not, this is not a beautiful, small, tender tea anymore. These are long, dark green, wiggly leaves that stick out from a branch and there's little to no bud. Um, so, you know, just by the look, I'd be like, if someone would tell me about phone, I might not even believe them. I'd be like, what are we drinking here? But if I am then, but if I am told this is the late-picked phone, I know to change my expectations. I know to change some of the aspects in my head so I can better judge this tea. And then once I'm told of a late-spring phone, then I can be like, oh, you know, it's a late-spring phone, but it's not overly bitter. Oh, it's a late-spring phone, but for a late-spring phone, it is still pretty sweet. For a late-spring phone, it's still pretty soft. And so now with the information that it is a late spring malfunction, I can actually judge this as what it is, which is a well-made tea. Um, and so that's one of the things that becomes important when we talk about. And this is one of and this, this is what's important to know tea, to know information, and to have a frame of reference. Um, and I think. I think this is important. I think it's, this is when it becomes important to know background knowledge about pick time, about this and that, so we know. So we know when we buy from other companies. If I'm on Yunnan Sourcing, who I'm just using as an example because they have some of the largest selection of all companies, they're, all, they're almost like their own mini Taobao, and I really appreciate Yunnan Sourcing for that. Um, because here in China, you know, if you want to try a tea, you, tap it, you type it in on Taobao, and you get a hundred different results. That's not so much in the West, but what's kind of cool about Yunnan sourcing, it does allow you to try a tea for the first time. Even if it's not going to be you know, the highest quality tea, it's an example to start your frame of reference. Um, so, you know, you look on Yunnan sourcing and you look for Malfeng and you see two different Malfengs. And they, maybe they just both say Malfeng, but one is small, short, thick, and the other one's long, darker, and wiggly. By knowing this information about pick time, by having this frame of reference, you can not only judge singularly by the look that the first one, the short, thick one, is going to be an earlier flavor, an earlier pick, but you can kind of assume more of the flavor. You know, when you see the second one that has a small bud and a long, wiggly leaf, that's going to be a later pick time and it's going to be a more burnt, darker, stronger flavor. And then right there, you can decide a little more accurately what you want. And what you can avoid, and what you will avoid once you understand this, is you will avoid the... you will avoid the mistake of accidentally buying the later picked one because it's going to be cheaper, because the yield is higher, and because it's less sought after, and buying the later picked one, expecting the flavor notes of a first earlier picked one, and then just being completely disappointed, upset, angry, getting mad at the vendor, um, when in fact you just bought without the proper understanding. So pick time is very important. Understanding pick time is very important. Understanding how to recognize pick time is very important. So, and so I want to finish this podcast by offering you guys this great opportunity to taste the change in pick times yourself. 
This last season, my friend, who makes Mao Feng completely by hand in the inner region of Huangshan, the inner core, the core region, um, offered me six different pick times when I wanted to buy his Mao Feng. And I bought a gin of each. I bought about one pound of the six different pick times starting at Qingming and ending about a month later. And what I would love to offer you guys is the chance to try these tastings. To order a in a packet, about two to three pounds, so that's about if four grams to a pow. Pow is the Chinese word for serving. Um, so four, about four grams per pow. So you're looking about eight to twelve pows, depending on which packet you get. So eight to twelve grams, depending on which packet you get. Um, and it'd be the great way to see the difference in flavor, in difference in leaf size, and to taste the difference in flavor. And it's going to be two packets. The first pack is going to be the first pick, the third pick, and the sixth pick. These are the three main pickings. This is where you're going to see the biggest changes. You know, one to three is a solid change. Three to six is a solid change. What I also offer is one through six. One, two, three, four, five, six. The difference between one and two is smaller, but you can kind of see it slowly turn into three. One, two, three, four, five, six. Those two, these two packets, as well as the individually sold teas, will be available online soon. Um, please, if you're interested, you can message me at sweetestdew.outlook.com or find me on Twitter, sweetestdew, uh, sorry, Instagram, sweetestdew, everywhere, sweetestdew. Um, yeah, I really, I hope you guys like this podcast. Um, I'll be posting more about this in the future probably. Um, I really think this is a great tasting. I really want people to try it. So I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you again. Have a good day.